Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Great Ministries. Welcome to our weekly podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have joined us. We pray that they will share this podcast with their friends, their family, their loved ones, and the unsaved. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to continue to look at the miracles of Jesus and his authority over creation, part three. Miracle number 16. Jesus heals the man with the withered hand found in Matthew 12, verses 9 through 15. Now Jesus was in the synagogue on the Sabbath as he dealt with the ever-increasing opposition of the Pharisees. A man with a withered hand would provide the Pharisees an opportunity to test Jesus to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. So they asked Jesus if it was lawful to heal on the Sabbath day. Jesus responds to their question with a question of his own. In Matthew 12, verses 11 and 12, he asked, What man among you who has lost a sheep, and if it falls into a pit, will he not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is this man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. My Christian colleagues, there are 613 rabbinical laws that were put into writing in 200 AD, but prior to that date, oral laws were used during Jesus' time, which had ballooned after the Babylonian captivity. Jesus referred to the oral law as the tradition of men or the tradition of the elders. His problem was with the regulations that had been handed down by former generations and not recorded in the law of Moses. He would go on to heal the man on the Sabbath day, which caused further uproar with the Pharisees. Miracle number 17, Jesus heals a man who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, in Matthew 12, 22. Talk about having a rough life. This is a triple whammy. You can't see, you can't talk, and you're possessed by a demon, which was a combination impossible to cure based on the traditions of the day. But once again, Jesus showed his authority over demonic powers and healed the man. Miracle number 18. Jesus feeds 5,000 found in Matthew 14, verses 15 through 21. Now this miracle is found in all four Gospels and shows the important lessons we can extract from this story. And they are, number one, Jesus had compassion on the multitude. As I've mentioned in my two previous podcasts on the miracles of Jesus, not every miracle was recorded, but many miracles took place. Jesus healed an ever-increasing crowd of sick until evening. He had worked all day. Number two, Jesus tells his disciples to give the crowd something to eat instead of sending them away. Now the disciples' faith would be tested. How would they be able to feed all these people? Right now, in many parts of the United States, people are out of work and hungry. But God is making a way to feed those who are hungry. Number three, the disciples found two fish and five loaves of bread. In their minds, this was not enough to feed five disciples, not to mention 5,000 men. But Jesus showed his authority over mathematics. Number four, Mark's gospel says Jesus commanded that they sit in groups of 100 and groups of 50. This is Jesus doing division. Then Jesus looked to heaven, blessed the bread, broke it, 
and gave the loaves to his disciples. This is Jesus using multiplication. He uses the disciples to give the bread to the crowd. This is Jesus using exponents. Number five, Matthew 14 and 20 says, So they all ate and were filled, and they took up twelve baskets full of the fragments that remained. Jesus using fractions. God supplied what was needed, but here was a lesson on waste. When we are given more than we need, let us be good stewards of the abundance of what we have been given. Finally, number six, Matthew 14, 21 continues, But those who had eaten were about 5,000 men, besides women and children. My Christian partners, feeding 5,000 is impressive enough, but when you add women and children, the number could be 15 to 20,000 easily. This is Jesus doing addition. Miracle number 19. Jesus heals the woman's daughter, found in Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. Jesus had traveled 50 miles northwest of Capernaum to the coastal cities of Tyre and Sidon. These were Gentile cities, and a woman from the area came to Jesus begging him to heal her daughter. When she uses the title, O Lord, Son of David, she recognized who Jesus was. We as Christians must always recognize that Jesus is royalty, a descendant of the king. And since we have been adopted by him, that makes us royalty as well. We need to act like it. This is a curious exchange between Jesus and the woman, as Jesus does not answer the woman's plea for help, but he tells her that he did not come for Gentiles like her. This is made even more curious since Jesus was in Gentile territory. But the woman was persistent and came to Jesus, fell at his feet, and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. How often do we give up asking, praying, waiting, and giving up? This woman continues her dialogue with Jesus, even though she is no closer to receiving help than when she arrived. Jesus had one last objection for the woman, telling her, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. But the woman had a rebuttal for Jesus and acknowledged that, yes, she was a puppy in the eyes of the Jews, but even puppies get crumbs from the table. All she wanted was a crumb. Jesus praised the woman for her faith and healed her daughter. Now this is the only time Jesus complimented a person on their great faith. Is he able to say good things about your faith? Miracle number 20. Jesus heals the deaf mute in Mark 7 verses 31 through 37. Jesus travels from the coast northwest of Capernaum to the region of Decapolis on the eastern side of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus then heals a man in a most unusual way. He put his fingers in the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. Now some of you would remain mute if you had to let someone touch your tongue after they had spit on their fingers. Add to that, he just pulled his fingers out of your ears. But this was not just anybody sticking his fingers. This was Jesus. After looking to heaven, Jesus said to the man, Be opened. And immediately the man could hear and he could talk. Miracle number 21. Jesus feeds 4,000 found in Mark 8, verses 1 through 9. Now Jesus had compassion on the crowd, for he knew that if he sent them away, some would perish for lack of nourishment. The disciples had seven loaves of bread and a few small fishes from their stash of food. Jesus blessed the food, gave it to the disciples for distribution, and all were fed, and they collected seven large baskets of leftovers. 
a word about blessing food. I hope you do it before every meal. If Jesus can do it, you can do it. I remember sitting down at a company awards banquet and the people at my table started to eat without blessing the food. Now, I bless my food. The next day, seven of the eight at the table reported that they had gotten sick. Was I spared sickness because I blessed my food and the others didn't? I don't know. But what I do know is I thank the Lord that I didn't get sick. Miracle number 22. Jesus heals the blind man in Mark 8, verses 22 through 26. Years ago, when I first read this passage, I had more questions than answers. Here's why. Jesus had come to Bethsaida, a town located on the northern end of the Sea of Galilee, and a blind man was brought to Jesus to be healed. Jesus spit on the man's eyes and asked him if he could see anything. So my first question years ago was, why did Jesus ask this question? He was Jesus. The man should be able to see. When the man answered, I see men like trees walking, my next question was, why didn't Jesus heal the man the first time? Mark 8.25 tells us, Then Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes again and made him look up, and he was restored and saw everyone clearly. So my next question at my young curious age is, Did Jesus fail? And why did it take two attempts to heal this man? I would later learn that just in our own life, healing is sometimes progressive, in stages, the spit opened the man's eyes, but didn't heal his blindness. The hands of Jesus would heal his blindness. When someone hurts us and we require healing, the first step is forgiveness. Now, just because we have taken the step to forgive doesn't mean that we are healed. That step may take years. Yet in the end, we can be healed. Miracle number 23, Jesus heals the boy with a demon found in Matthew 17, Verses 14 through 21. A man brought his son to Jesus to be healed after he had took the boy to the disciples. There was a sense of frustration for Jesus with his disciples, for he had given them power to cast out demons. But their lack of faith led Jesus to quickly cast out the demon by rebuking it, and the boy was healed. When the disciples asked Jesus why they couldn't cast out the demon, his answer, unbelief. Friend, you may not be required to cast out a demon, but life will throw some unexpected twists at you. Will you have the faith to see the problem through to the end? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the examples of faith you have given us through your miracles. Let us be conduits so that you can work miracles through us. In Jesus' name, amen. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request and your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org, click on the donate button, or you may write to us at PO Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693 2204. Be blessed, stay safe, and have a great week.